Paul Ralston, where are you at? Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we just rolled back into Grand Forks about an hour ago uh, uh. and unloaded the bus. And, and there was only about a handful of us coaches and staff left, I think totaling about five. And there was only a couple players left because we stopped in Omaha and dropped off what, uh, what players didn't uh, leave with their parents and families from Lincoln and dropped them off at a, ho- a hotel uh, near the airport so they can fly out this morning. And then a few got off in Fargo as well this morning on our way through so they could get down the road and get to their respective places down the road in Bismarck and such. So, um, yeah, by the end of it, there were just the stragglers, just the hardcores this, uh, this getting sounds, all the way home. This sounds like something from planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, uh, you're going the wrong way. We didn't, I, well, you know, I tried to sleep where I could. I'm not a great bus sleeper. I'm not a great plane sleeper, sadly. So, uh, there, you know, I was fairly alert at times, uh, but I did get a few few cat naps in there along the way. But, uh, yeah, nobody, nobody, thankfully, was trying to shout at us that we were going the wrong way in the middle of the night. So, well, Paul, let's, that's awesome. Let, we'll, we'll get to the game, UND at Nebraska. And this Nebraska team, just two losses um, to Creighton and to Minnesota. They had just recently defeated Michigan State and Kansas State. UND had leads. I, I'm, I'm listening. They're up 21-13, 37-31, 40-31, 42-32. And just what happened in the second half from, from where you were watching, Paul? Well, Nebraska's good this year. I mean, I think that that's part of it. They're going to have their runs in them on their home floor. Uh, you know, they're they're finding ways to beat teams like Michigan State and Kansas State on the road um, because they're a good basketball team, and, and they started to win the battles on the glass. Um, North Dakota still ended up winning the board battle, which was a, a surprising win in that category, but the second half went to Nebraska on the glass, and then North Dakota also had some untimely turnovers that let out to points as the game wore on, North Dakota really took care of the ball in the opening half and uh, just some un- untimely turnovers. And, you know, eventually some of the numbers were going to have to um, play out and maybe hold true for North Dakota to dodge the bullet. Um, Jamarcus Lawrence is a-, a player that shoots the three at about 23% coming into the game. He knocked down a couple of big ones as the game wore on. If he shoots more to his percentage, does he knock down two? Probably not. But on this night he did. And those end up being big and, and they add up in, in those instances as the game wears on, and it's tough to overcome. And I was really impressed with North Dakota's fight throughout. I, when when BJ Omot got to the line for for a huge end one to try tie the game and miss the free throw, maybe a little air went out of the balloon. Maybe a little bit of the the situation of uh, being on the road for for six plus days and and everything maybe just kind of a little exhale happened, and we just couldn't quite get back on a foothold with North Dakota. Um, trying to find a way back in, but that was kind of that moment. I think if he ties the game, Nebraska maybe starts gripping things a little tighter again, thinking, gosh, we can't shake these guys. But that allowed them that just that extra breath, and that allowed them to get out of there. But uh, it wasn't for lack of trying. Right. And uh, I think North Dakota will take a lot away from this. Coach Paul Facer, I think, was really disappointed. He thought he had yeah. another one down there. He really was. And, and that's a competitor in him, thinking that he had a great game plan. He thought he, his players played hard. Just needs to be a little bit more polished, but I think that will come, and that's encouraging because I look at the Summit League right now. Uh, I I think every night's going to be just an absolute battle, no matter what game you watch across the league or or listen to. It's going to be it's going to be a joy because there's just there's so many unknowns, so many teams that could have a great night and have some really talented players. So I think this is going to be a really fantastic year for a basketball college basketball fan 
uh, in this region. Paul Rouston, UND Athletics, a little Hawk Talk here on KFGO on a, on a Thursday morning. Two questions now on the follow-up on that. UND is off for eight days before they begin their Summit League slate at home against St. Thomas on December 29th. So um, what does head coach Paul Sather want to find under his Christmas tree for the second half for this team? And what does Paul Rouston want to find underneath his Christmas tree? Great question. I think the, the biggest thing is, is can North Dakota find um, consistent night in, night out, uh, really high-level defensive performances? I think Coach Sather wants desperately to hang his hat on a, being a great defensive team. Against Utah Tech, North Dakota was incredibly difficult to play against, and that was really a fun thing to see for good stretches against Nebraska. They were really good. And I felt like that was what he mentioned last night was maybe the difference is that, you know, you got to a lead of 14 and maybe they weren't as sharp and detailed on some of the, the little areas defensively that they needed to be. And that allowed Nebraska to, to rally and, and get a foothold in the game. But he really believes that if they can be a solid defensive team, possession to possession, they're going to get so many easy baskets because now with Tyree and Nacho coming into the fold, they're just that much much more able to run effectively and, and get out and transition and get easy ones. This team is fun to watch when they get a turnover, force turnover, and get out and run. They they fill lanes. They get to spots on the floor. They can make things happen. Uh, it's just a matter of getting the defensive possessions they want. So I think that's what he wants under his tree. And to be honest with you, I think that's what I want under my tree because I love calling transition buckets, dunks, threes in transition. That's when the game of basketball is certainly fun, and this team has the potential to be that way. Yeah, no, and I want to slide on over to football because signing day yesterday and uh, uh, some great new players coming on to the Fighting Hawks roster. Also learning of some players that potentially could have been moving on that are staying, Paul Ralston. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a mix, right, of trying to find uh, – that's a weird world that we're living in with that extra COVID year. It adds in so many different wrinkles of how you formulate this roster. And unfortunately, in some institutions, they've really done it to the detriment of high school recruiting because they've gone out and filled with 25 transfer portal guys. And I'm not sure that that's the right method, but I guess everybody's got their own formula of how to manage these times. However, it's got to be the right mix. And, you know, yesterday, I think, you know, you've read the pieces about really uh, the emphasis offensive line continues to be to try to develop through the high school ranks. There's some really exciting pieces there up front, but it's going to take some time to develop those guys. There are already some nice pieces on the offensive line to build around at North Dakota. Uh, the returners, they're key pe- people. We knew about Bull Belquist. Josh Navratil adds uh, a lot of reps at the outside linebacker spot. They've got an emerging outside linebacker that played a lot of reps this year um, as a freshman. So they'll continue to build. And I don't think everything's over yet. I think the transfer portal will allow North Dakota to go find some pieces here. Not everything settled in that because there's another signing day ahead, actually, believe it or not in early February, and I think they're still trying to finalize just a couple of pieces as they continue their search. So the roster is not entirely finalized. I know they're excited about what they got, but we'll see continually here through the winter. One thing that will be interesting to see is how many guys are able to play in the spring that actually got into school here in January and are able to to enroll and and actually be a part of spring ball because those guys, they're thinking right away that they'll be able to, to play this year coming up this fall because they'll be integrated by then. Well, we're talking with Paul Ralston. Uh, how about hockey? Are we ready to go for hockey? Everybody need tickets for those stocking stuffers? You got those $12 <laughs> friends and family tickets coming up? 
You know what? I tell you what, they still have a few left, but not many. I think it's been a, a, a great promo, but hockey will be here soon enough. Uh, goodness, just give me a few days, and I'll, I'll be right ready to drop okay. the puck again after Christmas. Okay. Paul, we appreciate it. Thanks so very much, and uh, have yourself a very Merry Christmas, my friend. Oh, Merry Christmas to you all as well, and thanks for having me on. You betcha. Paul Ralston, UND Athletics, a little bit of hawk talk here on KFGO. Into the KFGO Weather Cave next.